Hazav, a male Zav, a Hazav, and a female Zav, a Hanida, a Nida, a woman gave birth, right? All four of those people are pretty much the same category as far as Tumma is concerned. Their state of Tumma remains with them. And therefore, they make a person or vessels Merkav, or in the event that they, even they don't touch them, but they bear their weight on Kalim, which are normal to sit or lie on like chairs or beds. Until they go to the mikvah. So it's mikvah is one of the, the, the crucial thing, which is mitar some of them Even if many years passed, without them seeing any of these types of discharge that cause tumah, however they have not gone to the mikvah, this is they, they remain in the state of tumah. Unlike someone who is a tumah he has to go do more than mikvah. Uh, do these four mikvahs the only thing. Now the truth is this idea applies to all tumah basically. Unless you go to the mikvah, the tumah remains. A person touches a dead animal, he's taught me forever until until the, uh, the, he goes to the mikvah. The point is, is that even though there's a bodily function that causes the tumah over here, so even that didn't have for a long time, it doesn't get weaker over time. You have to go to the mikvah. That, that's the thing that makes the tumah reversed. Halacha base. A woman who gave birth, of course, we said it makes her tummy. We said Allah is that if it's a male, she is tummy for seven days. If it's a female, she's tummy for 14 days. And, and, and then what we said, after that, if it's a male, then for 33 days, she, then any blood she sees is by Xerosakosov considered dam tahar. But if it's a female, it's 66 days, right? So called not. So therefore, after she has these seven or fourteen days of tumah, she's supposed to go to the mikvah. And after that, the fact that she bleeds is irrelevant. So called not, but she has to go to the mikvah first to make that transition. That the, 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 the exact same type of blood should change status. Any blood she sees, despite the fact that she's in the days which are called days, the days of tahara, but because she can go to the mikvah in order to you know to to, to transition, therefore that blood has the status of need the blood, and therefore it's matama if it's moist or even if it's dry. This that she, that that the the Torah says the blood is called dam tar and it has no impact as far as tumah goes. Requires not just the days to pass, seven or fourteen days to pass. She also has to go to the mikvah. Now, because she's, it's, it's the day of tahara, so the, 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 the bleeding over there does not make her into a nida per se. Which she wouldn't, she wouldn't have to wait seven days. You wouldn't say that if she bleeds on, let's say, day number eight, which is the beginning of the tahara day in the case of a, of a male child. You wouldn't say, well, now she has to wait seven days because now she's a nida because she bled and she didn't go to the mikvah prior. Therefore, she has to wait seven days before going to the mikvah. That's not the case. She can go to the mikvah right away. She's just a day late, that's all. And then she can begin her dam tahara. But the blood has the status of, of dam tummy, Just like a regular nida. In, in terms of how the blood impacts whatever it touches. Gimel, you led this. Wunu gave birth when she goes now to go to the mikvah. To transition from the days of Tumah to Tahara of And before she actually went, she actually emerged from the mikvah. She felt the blood discharging inside of her, like going from the uterus to the other part of the body. And it, it, it left what's called the, between the teeth. It's like a certain part in the, in the anatomy of the woman where the blood like begins its initial process of going out, but it's still inside the body. This blood is considered dam tummy. Going to the mikvah, she's going to do now, despite the fact that it's inside her body, it's not going to purify this blood. Despite the fact that it's still inside her body. Therefore, when it exits her body, eventually, even though she, again, is going to be taught her, 
The fact that his blood exited her does not make her do a nida, but if the blood itself touches anything, including herself, that, may, that, would, that, would, that would have an impact of be, being metamit in the case of, let's say, the blood would be considered a, um, uh, a rishain, I believe, and would, and would make anything it touches a shani. Although she's not tummy because you can't make a person do a shani yet. Okay, however, if it happens that after she already exits the water, that this, 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 this uh, thing happens inside of her body, that blood is dam tar. The blood is pure blood. The tvila impacts all blood, even though it's still uh, inside of her body, and makes it pure blood. In other words, because the initial state where the blood, so to speak, leaves its initial place and begins the first step where eventually leaves, happen, that whole thing only happened after she left the mikvah. And because she's in her tahar days, the blood is considered dam tahar, and if it touches something like her clothing, it has no impact. Dalit. This woman gave birth to the woman who gave birth after the requisite days of whether it's a male or a female. She went to the mikvah. On the unlikely event that she bled in the days of Zivus, when we said a woman according to Rama has seven days of Nida. 11 days of Zivas, and it, it goes back and forth unless something throws the cycle off. So, the point is that she goes to the mikvah to transition into Tara after the proper days. And in the unlikely event that she bled in her, like just before she um, gave birth and miscarried, so, and, and, and it happened during the days when she was a Zava. So, her days, right? So, in other words, the point over here is, is that is that she now wants to begin dam tohar. When do you begin dam tohar? Seven days after giving birth to a male, or fourteen days after after giving birth to a female, or in the unlikely event that you gave birth and you were zav, you must wait seven clean days, and then you can begin to count the proper amount of days. But in any event, when you go to do to that that those days, all those days, thirty-three days for a male, sixty-six days for a female, she's like um, a person who's tummy went to the mikvah. The sun has not set for him yet. In other words, remember we said as a constant person goes to the mikvah. That's a quasi tahara. They're able to they call it fuyay. They're able to eat maishasheni, for example. But the, when the sun sets, is when the tahara is completed. That's usually how it works. But that's usually the same day. Here, it's not the same day. Here, the sunset is. 33 days later, 66 days later. So it's like one long, one long day of waiting for the sun to set to complete the Tahara process. But all that, the, all those days, she is a Tvul And when the sun sets at the end of day number 40 for a male from the birth or 80 for the female, so she does not need, or, uh, or 81, so she doesn't need to go to the mikvah again. When the sun sets on day number 80, or 81, I remember, I'm sorry, is that's as if, that's, is, that's the sunset following the tefillah, which completes the entire process. So generally speaking, again, a person becomes tummy. They're tummy. Go to the mikvah. They're somewhat tahar. They can eat Master Shani. When the sun sets, the tower is either completed, or if it's not mamash completed, it's still another level, in which case they're able to eat truma, they can touch truma, well, um, if, 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 and then in the event that there's somebody who has to bring a carbon to complete the tower process, like one of these four 
people zav zava nidia zav zava ledas or or in that event, uh, then we say that after the sun sets, even though they can eat truma, they're not, however, going to the base of Migdash or eat karbonis, eat kachim, until they bring their, bring their, bring their actual uh, kapara, bring their karbonis. So you have tful yayim, right? you have your tame, then you go to the mikvah, you become a tful yayim. The sun sets, you're called either tar or a mechusik kapurim. And then when you bring your karbonis, you're considered tar completely. So by the way, when do we say it's true that she's like a tful yayim? The Indian Truma Maisa. That's as far as Truma Maisa are concerned. That's what we'll explain. It means basically that because she went to the mikvah, she's allowed to eat Maisa Shani. However, Truma, however, she cannot eat. But, Bidiyavid, if she touches the Truma, it does, it's not Tameh. However, as far as Kajim is concerned, Kabanis, Hektish, so then we say she's like a Rishon Latuma, a person, like a person who touches an Av who becomes a Rishon. The Hadan Latov, who, who has not yet gone to the mikvah, even though she did, she did go to she did go to the mikvah, but yet, yet when it comes to kabbalas, we look at it as if she did not yet go to the mikvah. And the kamish naga benida it's as if she, she's someone who had touched a nida or a or a person who touched the went in the cemetery, touched a corpse, which that person or that nida is an av, and the person who touches him or her is a rishon. Shadayin Latov, who has not yet gone to the mikvah, such a person, such a kabbalas, like a carbon pesach, for example. Piece of a carbon. So, so, um, so such a person is not allowed to touch hektish carbonus, and if they do, they make it tummy. But for Truma, is not. Correct. It turns out, a woman who gives birth, let's say, for example, she, um, she miscarried a, a, a male, and so um, she has seven days of purity, excuse uh, me, of Tuma, 33 days of Tahara. Or let's say she gave her to, to a female, sorry, she has 14 days of Tumah and 66 days of Tara. So those, which those 66, 66 days and 80 days from the birth. Before those 80 days were over, she gave birth to a... To, 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 she, um, no, it makes sense, sorry if I cared. <laughs> she gave birth to a regular child and then miscarried. Um, she gave birth to a child, like a, a girl. The first two weeks, she, she's Tame. Then the next 66 days, she has Dam Tar. But before those 66 days were over, on day 65, let's say, she miscarried a, a fetus. So she's called someone, a woman who's, who's given birth, not to a viable child, but as far as Tum and Tara is concerned. So she had this, it turns out, a woman who gives birth, excuse me, who, 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 who miscarries rather probably, in the days of Tahara, she's allowed to eat Meiser. I'm sorry. Now, Shailadis over here doesn't mean someone who actually gave birth. That's, that's incorrect. Let me try again. Tesla t- turns out, Shailadis is a woman who, gave, who gives birth, right? So, B'Sayich Me'etar, in her days of Tahara, after giving birth, meaning after the one or two weeks are over, if it's a male or a female, Eichalas Ma'aser, assuming that she went to the mikvah, she's allowed to eat Ma'aser Sheni. However, B'Sayel says a Truma, K'tful When it comes to Truma, she's not allowed to um, uh, eat it. In fact, if she touches it, it becomes disqualified. Rambam says Paiselis rather than Tame because it means that it's, it's Tame but it can't make something else Tame. That's called Paisel. And if any of her bodily fluids, let's say her spit or the blood of, of Nida or urine, for example, falls on Kikashot Truma on a loaf of Truma, the, the food is Tar. Because she's a full yayim and is allowed to eat my Shani, despite the fact that she cannot touch Truma, but the liquids which come from her are Tar. So if they touch Truma, that's not a problem. 
with Tamas Akadashim. However, that's as far as Truma goes. Go to a higher level when it comes to carbonus, hectish. Let's say, you know, loaves of, 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 from a carbon taida or meat from a carbon, from a carbon taida, any kind of carbon, yeah. So if, if, if she touches that, she touches, she, she, she makes it tame. Kivata tumes. The culture becomes tame like a tulda of truma. In other words, its, it's level is not like an av. It's like a it's like a like a, like a, a tulda. So it's like a, basically you, basically you, no wait, the chayra revi because you can't make somebody else tame the chayra. He doesn't say which vlad it is, but the chayra is revi. So that restriction on her, the restriction on her, that that she is not allowed she, is that. Um, uh, sorry, one second. Yeah, that restriction on her that until the sun sets on day number eighty, she disqualifies Truma for touching it, and she disqualifies she makes the hektish tame. In the sense that, yeah, she, the hectic just tell me like a shlishi, for example, that can make a revi. So um, that's that's her status until the sun sets on day number eighty. Once that happens, now she's able to eat, touch truma, and eat truma if she's a baskayin, and she can eat kachim as well. The er the yitzim b'sinam says since all those days where she was a dam Torah, she was able to eat ma'aser sheni she was however unable to eat karbonus she it therefore we require her midrabanan to do the mikveh again after she is now eligible to eat the hektish before she actually eats karbonus or goes to the mikdash she must go to the mikveh again only afterwards will she be allowed to touch. Hektish, Karbonus. Despite the fact that in order to eat Truma, we don't make a go to the mikvah. As soon as the sun says day number 80, right? Let's, let's eat. Truma time. But Karbonus, no, no, go to the mikvah. What's the difference? She's tired of Truma, she's tired for Kaddish. The answer is no. The Cham Regeiser, because she had a time period where she was not allowed to eat Karbonus, she may have unwantingly, un- unwillingly been lax with touching things that are, that are, um, that are tummy because she anyways couldn't eat, eat carbonus. I look her, she says, no, but in my mind, I knew I had a bar mitzvah, and that, I knew at that bar mitzvah was serving, serving, serving uh, Yerushalayim, serving carbon shlomim, so I'm sure not to become tar, that make a difference. The fact is, is that once she goes in a period of time where she's not allowed to eat carbonus, to go back into a time to eat carbonus, as a stranger, she make her go to the mikvah again. But now again, not because you have to go to the mikvah again to complete the process of Yemei Tahara. That's not the case. The mikvah she went to at the beginning of the 66 or 33 days, that may not tell you is sufficient. This is just a chumad rabbanon for the sake of, of carbonus. Hey, she asks a woman who gives birth, she has teras, right? A woman has teras, she's mukhlet, she's outside the city, but, uh, but her body works. She gives birth. And then after the seven days or 14 days of tumah for a male or a female, respectively, so that she goes to mikvah. Her dam tahor, which does not make her tummy when she bleeds and, make, and, and it does not restrict her from being together with her husband, still, remember we learned that a matzera cannot be with a, 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 woman, a woman who is a matzera, there's no restriction on, on relations. So uh, the, the, so there's, not, there's no problem, this dam, this dam does not make it to a nida, but the, uh, in, in any regard, but the blood itself is coming out of a body of a person with teras is the same as the spit that comes out of her body or urine. The cool and masculine demand, therefore, they're all considered tame fluids. 
and they're considered any liquid which exits the body of these type of people it's like, it's like, it's like liquid they touch so therefore a person who is a avatuma any um and uh, and a mitzayra is an avatuma any liquid which exits her body is considered like liquid she touches therefore the liquid is rishon latuma what's the exception what's the case where a person is an avatuma and a liquid that exits his body is also an avatuma if a person is an actual zav or a nida or a zava or a ledas in the first 7 or 14 days in that case, the semen, saliva, or urine from these people is mamish and av. So, the first seven or fourteen days after giving birth, what is she? She's like, regardless of whether she has saras or not, she is a yaledis, and therefore the blood is mamish avatuma. Once she becomes, once she transitions, she goes to the mikvah after day seven or day fourteen. So, then her blood is no longer an avatuma. What is it? If she's like most women, it's, it's perfectly tar. If she's the unique case, if she's still tar from a different kind, a different kind of tumah, namely tsaras, which does not help you, because what's the only case where you can go to the mikvah and still be tar for something else? Either tumah to mace or a tsaras. And therefore, um, I'm taking the example of tsaras, and therefore in that case, despite going to the mikvah, and her, 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 uh, when she, uh, the blood comes out of her, is no longer out of tumah, it's still the status of vishnu tumah. Why the Ram says the example of tsaras rather than a woman who, who um, let's say, is tummy tumas mess? Wouldn't that be the same thing? I don't know. Bukhari could have been the same thing. What? No, the Deraisa. Vav. A Batsaira? That's not a A person with Tarat from that Yeah, exactly. That's from Chachon? No, Tarat is Yeah. I guess the Ram is telling you, wouldn't say that the Gerasakosov is, is that the blood that comes from her, which is exactly physiologically like, like neither blood, is Tahar, so Gerasakosov across the board, no matter what. No, if she's a Mitzvah, the blood is Tahar, Mitzvah, that, that element. All right, Vav. Zav, a Katana. Remember, let's remember just briefly a woman, let's say an Aleph Nisan, a woman has her period. She's a Nida for the next seven days, till Zion Nisan. Regardless of whether she bleeds just for one day or seven days, the next eleven days after that, from Ches Nisan through Yud Ches Nisan, those are eleven days which are makes her susceptible for, for potentially being a zava. Then after Yud Ches Nisan, the next seven days, Yud Tes Chaf Chaf Aleph Chaf Beis Chaf Dalit and Chaf Hey, those seven days make her. If she bleeds theoretically during that time, she goes back to being anida, and after that again another eleven days, right? Chavav Chav Zayin Chav Ches. Those 11 days are days where she potentially would be a Zava. And so it goes 7 11, 7 11 until something happens to throw the cycle off. Which is interesting that the Ramam's opinion, it's not the, but the Quintana Ramam, uh, a girl who has her period the first time as a young teenager on Aleph Nisan, and then has it a month later on Aleph Ear, the first one makes her an Ida, the second one makes her a Zava. So the Amman's opinion is actually is, is interesting, but let's 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 see what he says. So that's the Zalva, of course. And now remember, if she bleeds during the the days of the seven days, she becomes Nida. She's tummy for seven days automatically, whether she bleeds for a moment or for all seven days. However, the eleven days of Zivus, 
for that, if she bleeds in that time, she's not tummy for seven days. If she has blood on one of those days for the smallest period, period of time, she has to count one day of, of non-blood, and then she's fine. If she bleeds for two days, again, she counts one day of non-blood, and then she's fine. However, if three consecutive days during that 11-day window happen, in that case, she's called herself a gadayla, and then, she, then one day is not sufficient. She must count seven clean days. And bring a carbon. All right. So zava katana A woman who has a zava, a minor zava, meaning she only had blood for one or two days during her zava zava, zava period, and therefore she's she um, what she's supposed to do is the next day when she hopes to have a, t- a t- her day, she doesn't have to wait till the day is over, and and now she can be certain that it's a day of no blood. She can go to the mikvah in anticipation and hope that when the sun sets that she has not yet bled. She's tar. So she does that. So she goes to the, um, the, the, the mikvah in the morning after sunrise like she's supposed to. Now, she went to the mikvah 9 o'clock in the morning. That day, she's touching things. She's touching a person. Are those people tummy or tar? Well, we don't really know for sure yet. We have to, we're, it's in limbo. If the day ends, a night falls, and she did not see any blood on, on this day. Because right? remember, again, on, on, on Tuesday, she saw Adam. So, she, so Wednesday morning, she goes to the mikvah. In anticipation of Wednesday being a date which is Tahar. Everyone, everything she touches that day is dependent. If the day ends and she sees no blood, call Shinago by Tar. Anything she touched that day is Tar. And if, the, and if she had a relationship with her husband on that day, then he's Tar. He's not considered someone who has a relationship with a Nida. Well, not, sorry, not Nida, Ziva, but the uh, uh, same, same, same Isser, same permission, right? Upata, and he's part of him from, from, from uh, a carbon of Khatas for uh, having relations with a woman who is a Tatar. Even though that's actually not a lot, he's a bad boy. <laughs> he, he didn't do it. He's not supposed to do that because you're supposed to wait till the sun sets so you can be certain that everything is okay. But in the event that the sun set and Shitaka did not see any blood, we now know retroactively that that day was a fine day. Anything she touched is Tahar now, is still Tahar. And, any, and, a, and a man who, who she was with has not transgressed the Isra of being with a, with a, with a Zava. However, if after going to the mikvah later on in the day, before the sun sets, she does see other blood, called Tarish Ostatameus, that retroactively anything Tor which she touched now we know is Tame. Because just like the previous day, but just, like that, that's, just like that day when she went to the mikvah, prior to going to the mikvah, we obviously know she's Tame. So it turns out because the blood came later on that same day, her mikvah immersion is irrelevant. And therefore, anything such as tummy, vice of Merkov, any clothing, any, any kalim she sat on the bed or a chair that she that bared her weight is tummy. And a man who she, her husband who she was with that day, retroactively turns out that he was negligent. He was with a woman who now we know is, was tummy to mazava. He must bring a carbon chatas, just like if he was with somebody he didn't know she was anita. If she goes to the mikvah. But not, and not after sunrise like she's supposed to. She goes after dawn, which is a little too early. You're, supposed to, you're supposed to wait till sunrise. But even but dawn is also a bit of the day, right? So Rambam is telling us that as far as Rambam is telling us that basically as far as these halachas go, that after sunrise is the proper time to table for her. It must be during the day. She can't table at night. So even though sometimes halachically we say that, that dawn is the beginning of the day, as far as these halachas go, it's sunrise. Dawn doesn't help you. And therefore, it's, like, it's, like, it's as if she tabled in the middle of the night, and therefore it doesn't have any, any, any impact on her. She has to table again um, after sunrise. Okay, good. Now, let's remember, we just said that the 11 days of Zivus are a potential for... Uh, if she bleeds, she has to wait for one clean day. If she bleeds three days in a row, then she must wait seven clean days. So, what is three d- consecutive days? One, two, and three. Or two, three, and four. Right? Or 
Uh, 9, 10, 11, right? Okay. She saw blood on the 11th day of Rezivus, right? Now remember, this 11th day, it's impossible for her to become a Zavah Gadayla because there's no, no more days left. The 12th day is day number one, going back to the Nida cycle, right? 7, 11, 7, 11, right? So therefore, what she's supposed to do, she sees blood on day number, number 11. She's a Zavah now. That's not a question. Oh, Zavah Katana, right? That's not a question. She must go to the Mikvah. When did she go to the Mikvah? She goes to Mikvah the next, the next morning. But she decides, one second, since tonight when the sun sets, my, I, I, I transitioned from my Zava period, uh, my Zava uh, time frame, to my Nida time frame, like, oh, Mikvah night. That's wrong. So therefore, Tavla, the Erev Alel Del Shemos, on the night of the 12th, the, the night which is the beginning of day number 12, meaning day number one of the next cycle, Hadezer to Matam Mishkamashim, she's still Tame as far as all things are concerned and anything she sits on. Alphapisha, Ena, Rurilius, Zavagadela, despite the fact that now it's absolutely impossible for her to transition to a Zavagadela because the Zava period has ended. That's like you said regarding Isonita that the day according to the Rambam it goes from 7-11-7-11 nevertheless like any other woman who's a Zava she must wait to the following morning after sunrise to go to the mikvah and she is not an exception um, although the Rambam apparently does hold that he says he, says, he brings an oris over here in Hilchus Zoribiyah the Rambam says she, she's still Tomei her, her, her going to the mikvah at night doesn't help her tra- uh, become taller as far as a Zava goes in terms of making things she's tantame, but it does help that if she's with her husband, they're not chayiv karas, which is interesting. All right. So it does have some kind of impact because of the fact, in fact, that she's no longer in the time frame of being a zava. And in fact, as a nida, when is this nida supposed to go to the mikvah? After the end of seven days? After sunset. So therefore, because she's now like in the time period of, of, of even though she's Tommy as a Zav, the blood came during Zavah time, but because when the sun sets the next day, that the same day the sun sets and the next day begins, halachically, she's now in Nida period, therefore by going to the mikvah during the Nida time, she saves herself from being Chayv Karas, being with her husband, despite the fact that she still isn't Tommy anything she, she sits on. Okay, but basically now I'm saying Allah's Zion is that she's not supposed to go to the mikvah at night, she's supposed to go the next morning, like, like every other Zava, um, and until she does that properly, her mikvah doesn't help her, and she still makes things tummy. Ches If she goes to mikvah on day number twelve, meaning day number one of the next next nida cycle after sunrise, like she's supposed to. Now remember, what's the zava supposed to do? She's supposed to go to the mikvah the next day after on Tuesday she sees blood. Wednesday morning she's supposed to go to the mikvah in anticipation and hope that that day finishes that she does not see blood. Because if she does see blood, then she's still a Zava. And in the, in the event that she, she, she sees blood a third day, she's a Zava But this day number 12, if she bleeds that day, will she be a Zava because she bled two days back to back? No. Because day number one was, was a Zava day. It was day number 11. Day number two, the next day, is day number one of the, new, of the, of the next cycle of Nida. So it won't make her a Zava if she bleeds back to back Tuesday, Wednesday. Because Tuesday is day 11 of Zava. Wednesday is day one of Nida. And therefore, the Rambam says, despite the fact she's not allowed to be with her husband, if she's doing the right thing, until the nighttime, and nighttime finishes, nevertheless, if she, does, if she is with her husband during the daytime, her husband is tar, and anything she sits on is tar, regardless, because she went to the mikvah, 
Even though on that day after going to the mikvah before the sunset, blood came. That blood that came on this on the next day that she that she's that she's waiting, so to speak, quote unquote. For a day of Tahara is the beginning of her Nidah cycle, like we said in the Hilchas of, of, of Nidah. The day number 12, quote-unquote, which is day number 1 of Nidah, does not connect to day number 11 of, of Zivus. She does not need to look and see and, 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 as to whether or not day number 12 will have blood or will not have blood. She, in the event that she, that she only bleeds on day number 11, I mean, you, you could even extend this in the event that she bleeds day number 10 and 11, right? So even though day number 10 and, and 11 are both the Ziva days. So, but now it's impossible to become a Zava Gedela. So day number 12, she goes to the mikvah and she's tar. By going to the mikvah on day number 12, she without a question is removed from the status of the Ziva's process continuing. Because that day, the blood happens on that day, doesn't have Ziva, Ziva, Ziva status. And therefore, she's like, well, she goes to the mikvah, she can be involved in Tara, she can be with her husband, and if later on she has blood that day, then she comes to Nita. However, what if she saw blood on, oh, okay, so I, what I just said was wrong. Okay, I just, I just I extend, I extended the example from 11, I said 10 and 11, let's stick with the Ramah, says, just 11, so, okay, fine. Now, what happens if it's like I just said now, where she saw blood on the 10th and 11th? Sorry, the 10th. Day number 11, she must go to the mikvah and observe the day. Because if blood comes on day number 11 after going to mikvah, then in that case, retroactively, anything she touched, which is, is tahar, and the, man, the husband she was with is also tummy. Despite the fact that day number 10 and 11 cannot con- uh, eventually transition to Zavagadayla, but it's still a mixture of Zavagatana. So, so even though day number 10 does not have the potential to evolve into a Zavagadayla, it does have the potential to make into a, a Zavagatana of two days rather than one. Because if bleeding on the day number 10 makes her into a Zavagatana, and then on day number 11 she goes to the mikvah, and then after she goes to the mikvah, blood comes, she has extended her Zavagatana days from 10 into 11. Now, Therefore, um, it's important to know that she, she not bleed. Because if she did, retroactively, anything she touched, anyone she was with, is tummy. So, so, so despite the fact that that can never turn into a, a Zav Gedela. Now, if she bleeds at day number, number 11, so I said it was not wrong, <laughs> it, was, it was right. If she bleeds at number 10 and number 11, Taka, what happens now? Well, now we know she's a Zav, she, she Taka Zav for both days. Anything she touched is tummy. But again, she could, regardless of whether she bled on day number 11 or 10 and 11, number 12, she goes to the mikvah after sunrise and she's done. She's fine. As, as, as soon as she comes out of mikvah. If blood comes late in that day, that's a neither question, not a Ziva's question. Tess. Zav is Zav A male Zav or a female Zav Right? Because a, a male Zav must wait seven days, right? A female Zav seven days as well. They went to the mikvah on the seventh day. Let's ask even though seven days from when? The first day? Or the first no, for, uh, it's from seven days of when you for sure had no discharges. So, Shiva Nikim, basically. But today, today women do both, Khumras. They Even if they bleed for one, one moment, they keep, they view it as if they bled seven days. So a woman bleeds on Sunday, she views herself as if she bled through Shabbos, right, for a whole week. And then, that's the Khumra of Nida. Because even only requires one day. Not seven days. So that's the Chumrah of Nida. And then the Chumrah of Zivus, that they wait seven Nikiyim. Right? So, okay. Anyway, so, so both Chumras. 
And Dafka go to Mikvah at night. A Zava goes to Mikvah during the day. And neither goes at night, Dafka. So that's why they go to Dafka at night. Okay. So, so, so again, so Zava, Zava Gedela, Shetavli, Yemeshvi, Shalahang, Meshibanu, they went to the Mikvah on day number seven, as we said. And they are waiting, hoping that day number seven ends without any discharges. That means they finished their seven Akim and they're good to go. They should not be overconfident. Don't touch anything which you want to make you want to get your until the night comes. If the woman or the man sees a discharge that uh, of of zivus, that erases all shiv and they got to start from scratch again. Tummy turns out retroactively. Anything they touch is tummy, even though they went to mikvah already. But you have to mikvah is only validated after the sun sets with nothing happening. And even though, this is interesting, even though we said if the blood does come, a discharge comes, it retroactively erases all seven days, anything they sat on or touched is tame. That's as far as regular kingdom go, where things they sit on. But once they went to the mikvah, if they move an earthenware keli, which is equivalent to bearing the weight of the keli, um, after they went to the mikvah, despite the fact that they saw a, a, a discharge and the, the, the all seven nikim are retroactively erased, therefore you would say it's basically now, is for all practical purposes, as if she as if she moved the earthenware container before going to the mikvah, which is tamei. The din is that. So any klicheres that they move, it, before she goes to the mikvah, she moves the klicheres, even though she's wearing gloves, she's wearing five gloves, it's tummy. After she goes to the mikvah, when she moves it, it's tar. Even if later on in the day, she sees, or he or she, sees a discharge which, which retroactively reverses the seven akim. But this detail about being metama klicheres because it only comes tummy from its from its, its airspace, there's a there's a that that does not that's not undone. And the Gemara, I believe, in uh says over Megillah has a whole lengthy explanation as to why that's the case. But basically it's a Kosov. It also has to do with the fact that a klicheres, you're not tummy for touching it, you're tummy for making the airspace. So when you move it, you're moving the airspace. But that's apparently something that only is is true if your mom is tummy bashas maisa. Once you went to the mikvah, Retroactively, if something happens when she, when she sees blood, that detail is not undone, apparently. Okay.